Once again, DJ Asan Thomas is here. I am bad. So, man, I'm glad that you finally stopped by, bro. Oh, oh I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot to get here. I had a, had a lot going on this morning. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but I made it here. Hey, all thanks to God, the most high. Um, we in the building, we start a premiere, we gonna uh, get this show together, we gonna start making it on a regular, we gonna keep our Saturday nights going and we gonna make it into a real, real show. Alright, that's what I'm talking about. So first question is, brother, we want to know, how long have you actually been DJing? I only been DJing as a professional and I consider when I turned professional, I turned professional in 91 and that's the first time I ever got paid for a gig. <laughs> <laughs> That counts. <laughs> that definitely counts. So, so I turned professional in '91. So that's um, so I'm coming up on my little anniversary in about a couple of years. We're gonna see what we're gonna do for that. So to answer that question, I don't know the math on that. Since 1991, as a professional, 14 years old, as a hobby, I guess. So how many places do you think have, have you been out of state? Have you DJed? You know more than because first of all, where are you from? Well, I'm, I was born in Mississippi. Raised in Aurora, um, so I started school. Moved to Aurora, started school. So I'm from Aurora, but um, I guess for the for the purpose of the world, this is a world radio show, so the world is listening. That's right. I'm right outside of Chicago. That's where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, because most people when they say Aurora, they, yeah. they they mention Chicago. You know, they say that's that's Chicago born. So you were raised in Aurora. Yes, sir. You've been DJing all around. Yes, sir. And uh, would you say you have a favorite genre? Do you have a favorite artist? Uh, um, favorite, well, hip hop favorite. I mean, hip hop birthed the whole thing for me. Like, um, I love soul music. Uh, favorite artist, rapper, rock him, hands down, no contest. Favorite rapper, favorite current, uh, probably Lupe. Um, it's a couple, uh, what's, what's my homie name? Um, Corday, the new rapper. Okay. Okay. A lot of people don't hate on him, but they got a young, young rapper that's brand new and like he is nice, nice, not just regular, not. This kind of nice, but old school nice. Right. <laughs> he can really flow. All right. Also, you know, my man is sitting over here too. We don't want to neglect DJ Asan Thomas. DJ Asan Thomas, where were you born and raised? Since my bro my brother let me know, there's a difference between you born and raised. Where were you born and raised? At? I was literally born in Aurora at the old Copley Hospital. So I am. Oh, you made it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then I moved out to the south side of Chicago. So now we also know that you DJ. So I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked DJ Kelly. What is your favorite genre and what is it that drives you to do hip hop? Um, I'd say my favorite genre would be hip hop, probably followed behind funk and soul. Um, I'm a huge, huge turntablism fan, fanatic, really. You know, I'm really into the ones and twos, battle style DJing, scratching, mixing, beat juggling. That's uh, kind of what made me fall in love with it. That's uh, where I kind of stay. All right. Now get back to my man, DJ Khalid. DJ Khalid, now this question here, now everybody wanted, everybody knows you love hip hop. Everybody knows that's your, that's your, your joint. But it's, what is really about the music that makes you fall in love? What made you fall in love with music? So I'm a firm believer that music, when it comes to us, and I'm talking black people, music is like almost innate. It's, um, it's not just an entertainment thing. If you study the history of black people, um, a guitar is an instrument, but a doctor's scalpel, that's an right, instrument right. too. So we used to use music, rhythm, vibration, and all that for like um, healing purposes and stuff like that. So, but, so that's, that's the overview of what made me really, really like fall in love with hip hop. I had, a, when I was a young man and I first moved to Aurora, my uncle's uh, daughters, they were like 
they were teenagers and they were my primary babysitters. Right, right. It wasn't no YMCA back then, babysitting kids. Yeah. So that was my primary babysitter. So anyway, um, just you know, being around them, they listened to all the '70s soul classics. I mean, you name it, they were listening to it. They were young, they were vibrant. You know, I fell in love with the music through them. Then um, hip hop hit. You know, what I'm saying and like. So it was like Sugar Hill and all that. And we were just hearing these records every now and then. It was coming out of New York and stuff like that. And I just started liking it and started digging it. And didn't just want to be, I had the love that was already instilled with me, but I wanted to be a part of what I was seeing. So we used right, to, right, right. We used to break dance, you know, you know what I'm saying? But the DJ thing is how I first like fell in love with just right. the act, you know, one of the elements of hip hop. So it became that. But <laughs> At the same time, I never ever wanted to be like a party DJ. Right. So I wanted, we had us a little group and we thought we was going to be like the Run DMC type. I was going to be the Jam Master J type thing. So that's how we, that's how I guess, that's how I learned to love it. Love right. It. We were just sort of doing it once I got into it. And we was doing it, it was a hobby thing. It wasn't nothing real. It wasn't about money, it wasn't about nothing. When I started, how I got into the party DJ is because I just wanted to, I needed to get money for uh, drum machines and keyboards right. and stuff like that. So, what would happen is I was like, I throw a party, bro. Buy, you know, I need eight hundred dollars to buy a drum machine. So I throw a party, and off of that, people started hiring me. But I never, ever, ever had. I never wanted to do none of that. I just wanted to be a show DJ. That's it. What people fail to realize is DJing is, it's a you gotta have love for it, but you also gotta understand that this equipment is not cheap. Yeah. Like when you buy twelve hundred turntables and and people and that's one thing we're gonna do with the show we're gonna break it down more than just talking about the music we're gonna talk about the aspect of DJ we're gonna talk about the aspect of hip hop like my man DJ Asan Thomas I actually got to see his setup last night and it's a beast bro it's like I hope that's something that he put on once again roughdraftradio.com is our website make sure you guys log on to roughdraftradio.com website and check it out but you can really get to know more than just about us you can learn about all the djs that's on rough draft radio and you can really see get in tune because it's it's a man behind the myth as they would say it's more to it than just a dj showing up at a party and, and throwing a party so now dj colleague when you when you at the party man and i know a lot of guys want to know this how do you know what record to play bro like how do you know like you know you could throw something on the next thing you know you're like man they didn't dance but how, how do you figure that out when you when, when you're dealing with dj you're dealing with so technically, I could teach you the mixer, I could teach you the turntables and the functionality. That's the technical side of it. Um, the part you talk about is called programming. And when it comes to programming, that is the part of the game that can't be taught. I can teach you how to blend. I can teach you um, how to scratch. I can teach you how to cut. And right now, you can you can hop on YouTube and figure out how to DJ in the bottom. <laughs> Session, you know what I'm saying? With the equipment is easier, the computer, you don't need the music, and that's the music you can download everything. So that part of it is hard. The part that you're talking about, the programming, is the hardest part of it because there's no scientific way to teach how to play what record at what time for what drop. Right. So my formula is when I'm in when I'm when I start off, I, I'm you know it's the early night, ain't nobody really looking to dance, they're really looking to drink. They getting settled in, they getting, you know what I'm saying, they seeing what chick they gonna talk to, they doing all right. that. So while that's going on, 
I'm looking at the room and I'm playing a variety of things. I might play a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I'm looking for the head nods, right? So when I right. see the head nods, I say, okay, I'm getting four nods to this, but I got 10 nods on this song. So this is telling me, okay, so let's just say hypothetically, it's whatever, crunk music, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I see a couple of say, okay, this is a crunk round. I see where y'all at now, right? Mm. So I hit them with a bunch of them, but the beginning, the first few songs, once you got them, got them, I can play Mary Had a Little Lamb at that point. All I gotta do, you know what I'm saying? So the really, my formula, I'm talking about me, nobody else, my formula is I play, if I can have 15 successful records, I can do whatever after that. Right, right, right. See, that's that's one thing a lot of people don't understand. It's just more than you going in there setting up a laptop and, you know, setting your, or, you know, now people use controllers. You know, we from the old school where you actually had to carry your, your turntables. You know, you actually had to carry a mixer. You had to carry a backup mixer. I mean, I, last night, once again, at DJ Assign Thomas Place of Residence, we were over there and, and just looking at all the extra equipment that's not even used. So DJ Assign Thomas, like for you, what how do you get the crowd moving how do you what do you use what formula you know let us on the insight i'm in the same realm as kevin i people watch i uh i see what the last song did to certain people and um i end up playing towards those people because you know you can kind of tell where the energy is coming from the people who are going to keep the crowd involved the ones who like to dance and they're usually the ones that you play to because everybody wants to follow in and see why they're having so much fun so it's a, it takes a lot of you people watching, seeing what's going on, and then you know your last song should dictate what the next song is by what the response that you got. So and at that point, like Keith said to, to his point, once you have them at a certain point, you could play anything once you got them locked in. But at the same time, it's very difficult to keep a room of 100 people happy. There's a lot of different you know, variables going on there. There's people who don't like this, people who like that, people who want up-tempo, people who want slow-tempo. But at the same time, you're only trying to play for maybe 30 to 40%. That's all you're going to get anyway. Right, right. The rest of them are going to kind of join in just based on what everyone else is doing. Right. But at the same time, you're never going to make everyone happy. At this point, I mean, I even think Keevan is the same way too. We don't try to. You know, we, we try to at least get, you know, 25 30%. Cause that's really all you can shoot for most of the time. Well, I know one thing that uh, DJ Khalik always preaches to me is a lot of DJs play out their head. This is one of the things that I notice you don't do. Mistake number one, because no, first of all, it's just it's no different than a chef trying to make a business serving only the food he likes. Right. That's what you're doing. You playing out of your head. That's what you're doing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So that's mistake number one. Secondly, the reason that's a big mistake is because most of the time, DJs, just like a chef, have a rich taste for music. Right. So I get to, if I tell you my favorite, whatever genre, disco song right now, 90% of the people listening to us don't even know that song. You okay. see what I'm saying? Because we don't, you know, when you got a rich flavor, you, when you got a rich taste for flavor, you don't just like salt. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, you don't right, just right. like See, those are the popular flavors. So that's just like everybody know Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. You know what I'm saying? If you right. want like that. But the real thing is, I'll be on the album. And I, I'll listen to track three on that same album that don't nobody like, but that's my joint. So when you're playing out your head, what you're doing is <laughs> you really, you, you, you're really moving towards, uh, how can I say? You're really moving towards 
catering to a small, small percentage of people. Right, right. Now, if all you want to do is play the songs that you like, you can make a business out of that. You just got to find those people that like that. But it's, it's without the fact that pop music is more well known than whatever, like some small genre. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like so Indian, that's what Indian music. Exactly. Or, so right. whatever, whatever it is. But the point I'm trying to make is when you play it out of your head, then all you all you limit your ability and your marketability right. by doing that. But if you play on a broad scale, and I don't mean don't sacrifice, don't sacrifice nothing you believe in, whatever like this. But when you play on a broader scale and you play for the people, you make yourself more marketable. And like, but that's with anything. Like, I mean, like, like I said, that's why I made the analogy of a chef. But you, I mean, in anything, if you if you're a mechanic and you only put in air valves, <laughs> right, right, right. So you limit yourself. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the one thing that I like that's um, that's <laughs> happening with Rough Draft Radio. Uh, we're the, we, the station is going to be playing music. Now, I hope you guys have been checking this out, but make sure you log on to the website. That's roughdraftradio.com, and you can really check it out. But it's, we play the music that's the B side of the music. I mean, we're not going to play the most popular you know, ones that you might think you know, but we're going to play the hits. We're going to play the ones that you listen to that don't get radio play, I should say. The ones that they just won't play on the air because they, for some strange reason, they just not playing it. I don't know why. And why do you think that is, DJ Assign Thomas? Like a lot of... You know, which is good for, for Rough Draft Radio, but which is bad for a lot of people because they really don't understand that this artist has more than just, you know, that one song that's radio, you know, airplay, you know, wise. You, when you play out of your head, you're, you're isolating the situation. You know, um, most of the time, and he, he could tell you too, that I get up there and I play for nothing for myself. Right. I, don't, I don't even get a chance to, to play the songs that I want to play right. when I DJ. That's kind of why I started the station, because I wanted to play music that I like and stuff that I listen to. Right. And also a shuttle and a vehicle for myself and others to be heard in the format that they want to put out. When you're playing out in the club, you're playing to the masses, and that comes back to what? Pop music. Popular mm -hmm. music. Pop is the beginning of popular. Right. There's a reason why that rotation keeps it going is because they play the same repetitive tracks that keep stuff in that pop realm and you kind of got to go back and forth you could play a couple of the tracks in there that you might care for but you still got to go back right. back and forth to what's popping kind right, of right. yeah that's a, that's a good point and one thing i like about dj khalid now he had he has a bunch of mixtapes like a lot of guys i mean my man throw down on the mixtapes and one thing i want to ask you brother is um you come in with like i mean a country song <laughs> with a rock song you know sometimes it could be a jazz melody but you make it hip hop. And I think people really don't understand what the definition of, in your opinion, what is the definition of hip hop? Because you make that flow. The same energy that started hip hop is the same energy that started jazz. It's the same energy that started swing, blues. It's the same energy that had us chopping, you know, in the cotton fields, what they call nowadays old, you know, you know what I'm saying, Negro spirituals or what like that. But at the end of the day, what was happening is, if you got, if you call it soul music, you probably call it hip hop or you call it Negro spirituals, it's the same exact energy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And if that makes sense, I don't know if that makes sense. So it's really the essence in the soul of us. Now, secondly, to answer that question, I don't believe in, there are genres. I think genres is a marketing ploy. So people have, people have to say, if you take this song and you play this beat with this way and you play the guitar that way, right. then we call that, um, that's called 
hip hop, but that's only a marketing ploy because the only difference between rock and blues is it's sped up a little bit. If you take blues and you speed it up some, then they call it rock. Right. So that that's not a genre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are no genres, really. The origins of all music is, you know what I'm saying, we invented it. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So just if, so if I'm, you know, just hypothetically, if I'm Muddy Waters and I play the guitar, whatever, and then Chuck Berry come along and he speed it up a little bit, you don't call that rock, it's the same thing, it's just a different tempo. So that's how all music is to me, you know what I'm saying? So, right. So the so the meaning of hip hop in short is it's just soul music. That's it. It's music. It's it's the music that's birthed from us, and it's what we true to. And so it don't matter what the genre is called. It's the way I play. So I can start off. I can start off with a Kenny Rogers song. I done started a joint with a Kenny Rogers song. I put Queen in my joints. I didn't put rock. We were Dollar Bill last night. He playing rock. He played a whole like. Shout rock. out to Dollar Bill. Shout, shout out to Dollar Bill. Shout out Dollar Bill. He played a whole rock set last night. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in there bobbing like I'm bobbing if it was most deaf. <laughs> you know right, my man, my man was cutting like uh, what's what's what, I can't even think of their name. He was cutting the hardcore um, flea. Man, he, he played. Was, he played. Uh, he played uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> he played Queen. He played. Um, Talking, it made all the rock joints. You know the '80s rock that big right. sound like the big funny. hair, the big sound. That, the, that when we was listening to Run DMC, our little burnout friends was right. listening to Ario Speedwagon, but they were still hits though. And the thing about it is, when he was doing that, he was going back and forth with the Ron DMC, with the Eric B and Rakim, with the Joe Ski Love. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize: hip hop is not just uh, an African American or, or you might say, a black thing. You know, hip hop is universal. And I think that's one thing about Rough Draft Radio. Rough Draft Radio, as DJ Khalid emphasized earlier, it's worldwide. This is just not in the United States or in a little, in your, in your surrounding. Like you can drive from Wisconsin to Illinois and you can't hear Wisconsin stations. Or you can go from Illinois to Indiana and you can't hear GCI. But here, right here at Rough Draft Radio, you can be in Switzerland. Yes, you sir. can be in England, yes, you sir. can be in Australia, you can be in Hawaii, and you can take us with us. And the one thing about it, DJ Khalid mixes, all you have to do is turn on Rough Drive Radio, and, and sooner or later, Saturday nights, 8 to 10 is when the, you know, our show is, but we're going to be doing this release, release party where we're going to be playing debut in his new mixtapes. Bro, I'm so excited about this because the street's been waiting, man. You've been, <laughs> you've been procrastinating. You know, you've been just, I don't know, I, don't, I can't even understand what you took so long, but, you know, I'm not even going to go there. What we're going to do is just get into some more music on Rough Draft Radio. We're going to come back and holler at you because I, I still do want to ask my man. You guys realize that my man is a Steelers fan, but we ain't going to talk about that right now. But we're going to get into some more questions to him about what's going on with his music and his lifestyle and, all right, we back live, back live, Rough Draft Radio in the house. My man, DJ Hassan Thomas, the man of the hour, DJ Khalik. That's right, DJ Khalik. I'm sure a lot of yeah. people want to know, besides the fact that, you know, you're a good DJ, let's get into this. How did you come up with the name DJ Khalik? Where did that come from, bro? It started out as a, for the whole crew, and it was Khalik Productions, and I just selected that name. It's one of the 99 attributes of Allah, but we were coming from the creative point. Mm -hmm. So um, from the creative point, I thought, what a better name than a creator. But with it being one of the attributes of Allah, Allah is the all 
creator. He created all. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. So that's Al Khalik. So just the term Khalik just mean one who creates something out of nothing. And I we didn't. My my attitude is I wasn't taking no loans. I didn't want to. You know the, the the drug dealers was trying to give us money. You know all that. Stuff. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. We gonna strap our boots on. We gonna build this nothing. We gonna build this thing out of absolutely nothing. So that's how it started. It was Khalik Production. It was me and Gary Cooper. Rest in peace, Troop IDC. Troop. Yep. So we started, man. We started like real simple. He was DJing, things like that. So anyway, um, when we uh we start, we was we was the production team, and we had a bunch of rappers with us, and we did that for a few years. Right. Things fell away like this, and the name stayed with me. You know what I'm saying? So, so even after, if you ever pay attention, my first flyers and stuff after the breakup with the crew my first flyers would say music by Khalid right right like, that's what it would say because it was Khalid Productions you know what I'm saying right it would say music by performed by Khalid and at that time we had uh X XL was with us he was DJing you know it was three of us so shout after out the, to XL shout out Xavier Lamont so um as we move forward <laughs> when the when the, when the little I don't know I don't call it a fallout you know what I'm saying you know Elevation causes separations. Sometimes people just fall apart. Right. So as I, for the first few years, I just kept Kalik. I kept Kalik. I kept Kalik because I kept the banner, the brand. So if you look at my first mixtapes, it don't say DJ Kalik. It just says Kalik for about the first three, four mixtapes. And I, that was the banner. Of, and then at a certain point, I was like, hey, if I'm the only one going to keep it alive. <laughs> you know right, 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 right. So I started just using the term DJ Kalik. You know what I'm saying? But that term, it just simply means one who creates something out of nothing. And I waved the flag for it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, every Everybody that's ever been a member of it, I still they still ride with me spiritually. You know what I'm right. saying? Because we just carried it forward. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes it's 12 people pushing the boat. Sometimes it's somebody paddling by themselves. You know what I'm saying? As long as the boat keep moving. Now, the thing about it, too, with um, with DJ Khalik, and what I remember back in the day when it first started, and a lot of people don't know is is true wasn't black. <laughs> well, he was half original. Right, he was half original. <laughs> and what people don't understand is, and I'm going to a, a bigger point is, but the man was so in tune with the music. And that's to me, that's oh, what yeah. hip hop was. Oh, he was gifted. He was gifted. So I we we be, before true, there was I used to call myself Chaotic K. A lot of people right, don't right, know that. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm That was my original DJ name. So me, Yaya, and my brother Trent, you know, we was we was a rap trio, you know what I'm saying? So once I met Troop, I was already like scrambling with the beats with little, you know, a little rinky dink, little keyboard and stuff like this. But once I got with Troop, he had a real sampler, you know what I'm saying? A right. real sampler, you know what I'm saying? So I started jumping on that boy and I started just getting out and I started sounding like everybody that was going at that time. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? The Dr. Dre's and, uh, you know, all the, you know, uh, Primo and all the uh, right. producers back then. So I was like, hey, I said, okay, this, but I had to get the equipment they had. So that's why I'm real into like, go on, get what you got to get and get it over with. You know what I'm saying? If it costs you four or five, six thousand dollars, that's what you need to sound out because I never wanted to be local. I right. never even wanted to be global. I wanted to be universal. You know, that okay. name, Click is a universal name. So if I'm going to compete with Dr. Dre, I, I didn't look at the local rappers say, I just want to beat them. No, I want it to sound like, you know what I'm saying, EPMD. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's what we started doing. But when Troop came into it, Troop kind of made it 
he kind of put it on like a professional level because he could actually play. He he could read notes. He knew music. I just knew how to hammer them. Boom, boom, boom. I, right. I could put the boom back together. You know what I'm saying? So as as a production team, like we got like I still got a lot of our tracks. Though. We got some cold beats. Like I be hearing. I was letting Hashim hear a beat a couple weeks ago. He's like, man, why y'all ain't never do nothing with that? I said, man, that beat like twenty some years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what it was with True. True put True. Troop gave me that element that made me a professional. Now, DJ Assign Thomas, and you know, I'm gonna send this out to you too, brother. You um you've been in the game a long time, brother. You've been doing your thing. So I wanna know with you, like with the on the music side, we know, you know, kind of how you get into it, but you also was making beats back in the day. You know, so are are you still into that? Are you, you know, are you strictly DJing or what is your what what do you want to do? As far as what's going on. I haven't made any beats probably in like five or six years. It's been a minute. I still have all the equipment to do it. Um, I think just time and motivation kind of got in the way mm. with that. And I just went a different direction. You know, I really started going into broadcasting, um, you know, being a live DJ, playing out more. And another side of it is that um, I'm split. I'm, I'm divided. I'm also an executive chef. So that takes up a great deal of my time with right. food and cooking. So that kind of took away from what I really wanted to do as far as with DJing, mainly because I couldn't put this into the forefront to make the money that I needed to right. provide for the family. So it, it had to take a back seat. And, you know, when you pick up more things, something's going to have to suffer right, or right, take less right. for you to be able to still be able to accomplish that. So that kind of put me in a realm where I slowed down with the production. But um, I still um, DJ for um, the highest low. They're a, they're a local group from Aurora. They uh, they put on some really good stuff. They just had an album come out. I still do live okay. stuff for them. Um, but yeah, I would really like to get back into to making beats. Mm. It's just uh, time and motivation, really. I feel you, bro. Now, one thing I wanted to say about DJ Khalid is this man <clears throat> can run anything from like well, he spoke up briefly about a drum machine. So the man has been teaching me. I have probably. They tease me, both him and DJ Hassan. I have like a twenty thousand dollar laptop, and all I can do is send emails. They forty thousand dollar laptop. They, 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 they were just teasing me about it. But this man is self. See, one thing about it that this brother, you guys need to understand is he is self taught. He is self taught how to. The man is a, is a master barber too. We we'll get into to that another time. But the man is a master barber. The man is a master production. The man can he. We're in Impact Studios right now down here on 35th Street in Chicago. And the man has them built a studio, a booth. Because, and, and I mean, the, the man know how to, yeah. any program, Logic, Pro Tools, I mean, anything you can think of, the man can run it. So I'm, the question is, how did you get this ability without actually going to an engineering school, a, broadca- a broadcasting school? You, I know you personally, you didn't do none of that. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, the only thing I think you can't do is electrician work, but I kind of think I'm you can like, do that too. What you mean? I just won't mess with the box, though. It's too much juice in the day. I can, I can run trip wires. I can run relay switches. See. What you mean? So, explain to the people why, <laughs> when people say, man, I can't do that, you show me every day you can. I did not have an answer to you said that last sentence. The, 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 the answer to that question is because I don't think I can't do nothing. Right. So can't so word, words words formulate words formulate and form and shape things. So everything you see from a high rise to 
uh, roads to a traffic light to a computer. Everything you see was a thought right. that started with a word. You see what I'm saying? Even the sun and the universe, same thing. It was It's all thought. So that's something they teach. You know, I'm a Muslim, so they teach you that. So even before that, I never, like, I would see something, I'd be like, oh, that's, oh I can figure that out. So th- a lot of people make it more complicated. When I played football, my coach said this all the time. He said, I'd rather, I'd rather coach a kid that's coachable and has no skill than a kid that has skill that I can't coach. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's the thing about it. So, like, my skill set really come before, comes for, from one source, one number one source, other than the fact I, don't th- I think I can do whatever. I don't have no money. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, 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 so if, I knew, if I could pay somebody to dictate and put together a bio for me, then I would have paid them to do it. But because I didn't pay them to do it, I said, you know what? I had to figure out how to do it myself. So I had to learn Word. I had to learn all that. Most people think I'm a computer master. I really can't even type. I just be like pecking at it like this. But you got to believe first and foremost that you can do whatever. So like, I feel you. So I don't say can't. You know what I'm saying? Cannot is, you can't, you can't wear a name like Khalid, which means creator, and then say you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I so. I can I can do crafts, I can do woods, I can work on cars, I can do that. And that just come from my background, just growing up, you know, my grandfather, my stepfather, you know what I'm saying? When we were shorties, they didn't let you be lazy, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So you had to learn how to do something. So even when I didn't have DJ equipment and all that, my first I got a twelve hundred in my basement right now that I pulled out of a garbage can. And it took me about a year to fix it, but I rewired it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Off of, off of di- just like so this you dumpster going. diving on the 1200. Yeah, and I still got it. It's running. It's in my basement right now. And I use running. it right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I put it out of the garbage like in like 89. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I couldn't afford 1200. You know what I'm saying? I knew I knew people that had them. Now, can you explain to the people? See, people here at 1200. Can you explain to most people that, that you know that's really don't understand? Because you know this new people right now just know about controllers. Yes, you're going to yes, get one yes, for $300. Sir. What is a 1200? A Technique 1200 is probably um I don't I wouldn't say it's the best best is subjective. It's probably the most universally wide widely used turntable. But it's um how could I say? <laughs> it's like um their tur- their, their turntables that do certain things better. But as far as the movement, the quartz movement in it, it's probably more precise than any other turntable. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made it legendary. So, like, at the time I was DJing, if you ain't had no 12s, you wasn't on nothing. But see, what people don't <laughs> fail to realize is, how much is a 1200? Oh, you, you, back then or nowadays? Yeah, I was going to well, say. Well, let's go. Now, see, we, we, we going back then when we well, were trying to back, start DJing. Back then, back then. So, at that time, I had a, one of my, one of my, I guess we were, I won't say mentor, we was the same age, but one of my buddies, he had a set of 12s, his mom had bought him a set of 12s, the case and the mixer. And at that time, they had paid like twelve, like $1,300 for it, for the whole set. You know so, what I'm so saying? So you're talking about $1,300. In, in, 80, in 86. And you really don't know how to mix or yeah. scratch yeah. or blend or whatever, and you... And you got to learn. Yeah, you all that, all that. But if you had them boys that made, see, you could have, you had, say, they had the slide pitch on them. Right. The other ones had the little rotator pitch, so it just made the job easier. <laughs> and but but that taught me something that I use right now. So when you, the difference between 
like when I do the media, the difference between a $200 camera and a $2,000 camera mm-hmm. is the $2,000 camera makes it easier for you to do it. Right. You can do it with the $200 camera, but you need to know more about the camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? So everything is like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but that's what this skill set. Man, like you, I tell people all the time, you can do anything. People tell me, well, I couldn't do this because of that. You couldn't do it because you said you couldn't. Right. That's why you couldn't do it. Everything after I can't is irrelevant. Right. As soon as you say I can't, that formulates your mindset. We don't like people. We live on such a low level that we don't really understand. People are magnificent. You know what I'm saying? And like just in your natural creation, untapped and untouched. And un, 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 if nobody hampers that. Right, you you got infinite potential, like I mean that infinite. Like you, you can't tell me anything that Steve Jobs do any fourth grader could do. They got the same brain you capability. Go. You know what I'm saying? It's the same brain capability. He just had the will to do it. Now, let, now let's now we gonna get into this will to do it <laughs> because see, people don't understand. Back back when we was growing up, thirteen hundred dollars for somebody's mom that's only making five hundred dollars a week is a lot of money. I'll give you a comparison. The, my mom bought a house in 83. That set of 12s was about four, four, three, four months mortgage. <laughs> and, and how many pairs of 12s do you have, DJ Kelly? I got uh, three. DJ Hassan Thomas, how many pairs of 12s? Three. So we looking at what what, what, what we're saying. And that's not, wait a minute. See what people feel, don't even feel to realize. That's not including the mixer. Oh, no. and, 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 and I'm going to tell you something right now. So now the price of all this stuff is astronomical. <laughs> right. See, people don't understand because you have to buy the 12. They don't come with the needles. See, that's another thing. Yeah, that's true. They don't come with the needles. Then you're going to need. And needles are expensive. Now. Then, then you need the mixer. Then after that, when you get all said and done, you're going to be like, for me to do even do a party so I can make some money. Oh, yeah, I got to go get a. Some some speakers. Yeah. I got to get a subwoofer. Now, now, to that point, and back to my point, but if you got enough skills, you can get the same job done with about $200 worth of equipment. See, there you go. <laughs> if you got the will to get the job done, you can get it, you can get it done with three, four, $500 worth of equipment. And the I can get I'm... the job done with a cell phone. Okay. I can get the job done. I can, I can, t- I can literally take two cell phones and get the job done. I promise. See, see that, <laughs> that's why his name is DJ. That's why his name is DJ Colleague right here on Rough Draft Radio. To like he said, though, it's with programming, though, because he understands what needs to be played. It don't matter whatever source he has to play it on, he still yeah, can get it out. Yeah, listen, 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 for real. <laughs> if, you, if you understand the program, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take away from all that. Technically, I'm one of the worst DJs out. Technically, I love when you say when, that. Uh, technically, I'm the I'm trash. Technically, like Lying. so. No, technically, <laughs> I am. Technically, my beats be off. Don't nobody know it though. <laughs> see, see. Technically, I, I technically I cannot tell you the name of eighty five percent of the songs I play because I got a bad memory. Right. What I learn to do is make up for my shortcomings. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I say that women. See, people need to understand this. <laughs> The man just said he is trash technically. technically, technically but I'm what trash. he did, see, what you guys going to fail to realize, you have to know your shortcomings to do what, brother? To oh, yeah, to, to, have success, to have success. So, so, Bill, technically, it ain't a DJ in the city that can fade him. Nobody. He can go. Yeah, DJ Dollar <laughs> he Bill can go. Can. So, when I say technically, I'm talking about 
um, beat mixing, beat scratching, you know what I'm saying, keeping the beats on time like that. And that's what I mean technically. Now, programming, they can't see me. I, I like pro, so I make up in programming what I lack in tech in um okay. on the technical side. So what I so what I do is I scan the crowd when other DJs playing. I be like, he should have played that. He should have played that. While I'm I'm critiquing they set mentally. I ain't gonna tell them that. I'm not trying to throw their thing off, but mentally I'm critiquing. You using set. that for yourself, and I'm telling myself what I would have did with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, so that's where it's the at. same way a football team scout another football team before they play that team. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. So, and, and and another point to what you're saying about how I do everything. Everything structurally is the same. There's no difference between constructing a house or a beat. You, um, the, if you constructing a house, the concrete slab is your foundation. If you construct constructing a beat, the foundation is the baseline. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so technically, and I see things in that manner, but that's so I don't know. Like, yeah, I tell people all the time, man. When they be like, "Oh man, you man, you got off, you did your thing," I be like, "I tried," because <laughs> humbly I know to myself, I know I made seventy eight mistakes tonight when I was playing. <laughs> you just don't know I made them. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. That's. And I guess I wanted to go off on that just to let people know the drive that you have to have to be. Because, you know, a lot of people say, I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. You know, I, one, um, with DJ Asan Thomas, he did a thing for, uh, for Aurora. And a lot of people were coming up to him, I, I can DJ. I can do this. So when you hear that kind of stuff, DJ Asan Thomas, you, people don't understand the drive that it takes to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, and I, I think anyone can DJ, and you can teach anyone to DJ. But it all goes back to like what Kevin said with the with the programming side of things. Those are things that aren't taught, and it's a it's a talent you either have or you don't. And and a lot of times, um, there are a lot of trash DJs out there that understand programming, and they get away with murder basically because they understand programming. Right. And, and, and then there's a lot of DJs out of there that suck at they suck technically. And they suck as far as programming. But you know what they can do? What they can do? They can put two hundred people in the building. Um, yeah, you see what I'm saying. So if I, so if if I'm technically better than you, and I come in on a Friday night and I'm playing my butt off and I got all oh, I'm sharp as a tack. I'm doing this. I'm dropping all the cutting, scratching, all that. But it's only fifty people in the building. Then you come in on Saturday night and you you technically trash, but you got two hundred people with you. The bar owner gonna call you back. You see what I'm saying? So that's and a lot of people don't get that side of the thing. But you know what that is? Excuse me. You know what that is? That's that's marketing. Well, that's one, that's one thing. That's branding, and that's something that you have been doing lately, and you've been doing it for the past 15 years. I mean, the way that you have, like you said, how you explained how DJ Khalid came about, how the whole Khalid thing came about, and now you've taken it to another level. So that's why we're really waiting on this mixtape because. You got a lot of people, bro, that's been waiting on you to, to release these mixtapes, and I ain't, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just gonna tell okay. you, okay. you, you've been playing games. But we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about okay. that. So what we gonna talk about right now? Can is, I defend myself? Can I let me defend myself? Okay, go ahead. Very, 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 I have had a mixtape that I've been working on for five years. First and foremost, I apologize, Doctor Dre. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. First of all, the hey, that's twenty years old almost. <laughs> <laughs> the chronic we've been detox we've been waiting on that for 20 years so for five years i've been had a dj so the mixtape actually dj t-bone I mean, he listened to the tape i had him listen to it and critique it about five years ago so i was 90 
I was 80% done with it five years ago. Problem is, I started another business in the process, and then I got away from it. So I apologize to the streets. <laughs> you know I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, but you know, we, like I said, you defended yourself well. I mean, no, hold on, 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 to the people that's loyal to me. Okay. So to make up for that, what I've done is I've decided I'm gonna drop five mixtapes first, then I'm gonna drop that out. So if you take the five years <laughs> it took me to produce this CD, most people come out with, you know, they come out with one, you know, they come out with an album a year or something like right, that. Right, right. So I'm gonna drop five years worth of stuff in about a month and a half as an apology to, to the people. <laughs> well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna wait to see these, you know, these mixtapes. Cause I mean, the brother has been five years. These should be spectacular. So we we really looking forward to this. I mean, man, we really appreciate you, you know, sitting down with us. Um, the one thing about it that you guys really don't realize, we giving DJ Khalik a hard time, but the man is the hardest working man besides P Diddy. The man don't sleep. Oh man, that man can't. That man, I caught him sleeping one time. You know, sleep is. <laughs> and my man's famous saying is, and I, and I think I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and um, steal this from him. Sleep is for the dead. Hey, I, I sleep mean, when I die. I tell everybody that you sleep. You know, when you, hey, you go, you won't die and be dead for trillions of years. You can sleep there. <laughs> you know, I think he told me. I know, I know for a fact he's probably tell. DJ Assign Thomas is. He tell me that all the time. Like, bro, you sleep. That's the first thing. You know the DJ Assign Thomas when he called you and you kind of be groggy. You sleep? You, uh, that's what DJ Khalid tell you. Are you sleep? And then you just look like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I, I work jobs too, bro. <laughs> he don't believe in sleep. That's yeah. the problem. You know? And I, I believe you don't need much. Very little. Like, like, like last night, he, uh, we, we were coming back from somewhere and we were going to check out DJ Sign Thomas and the man slept, I swear, for like 20 minutes in the car and they said, you know, he woke up like he just had like eight hours. Like, okay, I'm ready to go. That's all it really it's, it's, not, it's not normal. That's not, I mean, wait, the man. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, can we say something about normal? Can we say something about normal? <laughs> normal is subjective. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. Normal. So... It's not normal to grow up without a father. I mean, it's normal to grow up without a father, but it's not what's supposed to happen. <laughs> you that? So I just say, if you sleep for eight hours a day, you will have slept one third of your life. I feel you. I feel you. Now, one thing I also want to do too is, a man, my man spoke on something real quick, and we're not going to talk on it a lot this time. But next week, we'll probably get into it more. Branding is important, and my man has started. You know, like he started off, like you said, DJing as as a high school kid. He moved on and, and he taught himself how to become a master barber. This is what I just said. He self-taught himself how to become a master barber. And then from there, he's parlayed that into other different genres. But also now, he's doing something, him and DJ Assign Thomas, called Impact Media. And I want you guys, if you got time, just Google it. It's black-owned. They're black-sufficient. They don't have no loans. They do it all. It's a media company. And if you know what the word media means, they do it all. And we're right now in the studios broadcasting live with my man, the mechanic. He's, he's taking care of all the cameras. I mean, my man got the light on us. He's, he's got three cameras, and he's doing his thing. But this is something that we want everybody to understand that in DJ Kalik is telling you, if you have the drive, you ain't got to know nothing. You just got to have the drive. You got to have the willingness, right, DJ Kalik, to go ahead and study. You ain't even got to study it. There's a saying amongst businessmen. 
you only have to have 50% know-how. That's it. So what we, the, the whale oil machine right. that is McDonald's right now right, right. did not look like that the day they started. Nah. And guess what? The way it looks now, it won't look in 10 years. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I tell everybody. Starting a business is just like cleaning out your closet. Right. You can sit there and say, well, maybe I'll start on the floor. No, let's start with the shelves. Maybe I'll fold some clothes. Right. Just start. And as you start the process, you will eventually get to the shelves. You will eventually get to the floor. Just start the process. Right, right, right. And that's one thing that we want you guys to understand that what you see here is this man right here has been doing this for a while. He's been spinning records but not only spinning records he's been dropping dimes he's been dropping jewels and just letting you guys know when i like i said we joke with him a lot me and dj assigned thomas but to me sleep is for the dead this brother's been by my side since we was young kids so i seen this man in action i seen this man on the turntables i seen him watch people and he treats people all the same way so that's one thing about him. His name is not bad out there in the streets, except for the fact that he's taking five years of dropping. But we ain't going to talk about that no more. But basically, he's still doing who he is as far as the DJ aspect of what's going on in his life. Right now, we're going to get back into some music at roughdraftradio.com. Once, like I said, I'm sorry for the bumps. Sorry for the little falls. But I promise you, it's just, it ain't going to do that but get better. So make sure you guys tune in to roughdraftradio.com with DJ Khalik. And also DJ Assign Thomas and I am Baz. That's right, right here at Rough Draft Radio. Make sure you guys, you know, get in tune with us. I'm sitting here with DJ Assign Thomas, DJ Khalik, and we're just doing our thing. We we're just listening to a little bit of the mix. And uh, DJ Khalik, can you explain more what's going on with this mix? <laughs> All right. We, well, so our live mix is a series I started about mm, roughly, I don't know, two, three years ago. So I live mix. I started recording my mixes live. I have I've been doing that since around 2010, maybe. So I have a catalog of mixes that I record live. So when I take them, I put them in the Logic and I light them up, and then I add some little things, correct some little problems, and I send them out. But it's called DJ Khalif I Live Mix. This mix we listening to is I Live Mix number 14, couples only. <laughs> so. Okay, okay. <laughs> couples only, huh? Mm, but it's not so couples only make you initially think that it's just only about, you know, couples, but what it's really about is a couple little little, you know, sexy songs in there for the couples. It's a other songs in there that is, you know, it's duos, like a R and B hip hop duos. Those are couples too. You know what I'm saying? And then it's got like hip hop fusion where they, they mixed it R and B and all that. So it was a lot and you gotta take into consideration these mixes were recorded live with a crowd i'm playing to the crowd and i'm playing i'm keeping the crowd happy so they kind of some of them is kind of net it don't fit all the way into the title of the song but it stays there so that's what so that so this is um dj colleague i live mix number 14 and <laughs> it's called couples only couples only <laughs> on it so we, you know what, let's just get into it right now. I mean, we appreciate you guys listening and checking us out. Once again, I want to thank DJ Assign Thomas and, of course, the man of the hour, DJ Khalik. And make sure you guys tune in for the next five weeks as we count down all his mixtapes that he's been working hard on and getting into. And we're getting more to it about him, about the other business that we do. We're even going to have some football topics. We're going to have some uplifting topics. because There's so much stuff that's going on in the world. We want to be positive. We want to make sure that you know, we do stuff for our community 
that's showing the good side. Because when you watch the news, all you see is the bad side. And also, if you want to do a podcast, you know I mean, make sure you guys, you know, drop drop a note to my man DJ Khalik about it. We're gonna be doing podcasts. If you need media done, make sure you guys check out Impact Media. Log on to the website once again, roughdraftradio.com. And here it is, couples only by DJ Khalik. <laughs>